Um, welcome, welcome to the Awkward Silence Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Dan, and uh, with me is my guest, Jason. And uh, for the next three and a half hours, um, we'll be discussing just, well, with, 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 science. it's just gonna be awkward. <clears throat> oh god, sorry, sorry. Is it? it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's clawing. It's clawing. Yeah, it's, yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. <coughs> 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 I'm still. Thank you. It was a tickle. Thank you for having me on your show. Sorry. Uh, It's uh, some weather out, out there. Yeah. I, how's how's the how's the drive? Oh, it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's usually okay. I guess right around this time, you know. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. <clears throat> All right, thanks for listening to the Aqua Silence Show! <laughs> I was willing to let that go as long as you were willing to put it in it. <laughs> oh, boy. There's a lot going on in the background, Dan. First of all, it looks like you're drinking some Lafroig! Am I correct? I'm assuming. I am drinking some Lafroig! There we go. Looks delicious. I, Thank I, you. I, I mean, I'm going to continue to get Jen her favorite scotch, but I'm, I'm going to like try and talk her into getting me some Lafroig for, for my birthday. So that... Nice. I think I think it's going to be like a thing, just because we both like scotch, and uh, uh-huh. you know, every birthday it's easy. If you get like a reasonable bottle, it's fine. It mm-hmm. won't last a year, but you know, not the way you drink it. Nope. <laughs> uh, do you just have the camera pointed differently? Is that what's going on? No. no. Nope. Did you just add a giant thing of yarn, or are you somewhere nope. else? You in a different. I'm room? elsewhere. Oh, okay. We are painting the office. Oh, so I'm okay. in the little room. Wait, what room that's are you in the, now? That's the yarn rack I built. Oh, Fair. you built that. Where are you? I did. What room is this? Is this your other office? Kinda. Okay. All right. Got yarn. You it's, got it's, Mickey Mouse. It's a much Mouse. smaller, much smaller room. The, oh, let me get that for you oh, for a second. Okay. You I need to see, see this. this is. There's a for the people at home. There was look like it's either a pencil drawing or a crayon drawing of Mickey Mouse. With his hand up. Oh, he's holding a hand of some. So let me give you, buddy, a little bit of context, a little bit of background before right. I 
I'll give you a nice, clear image of this okay. Mickey Mouse picture. Yeah. Aries' grandfather yes. was... Walt Disney. Uh, was an artist who was not an artist. Uh-huh. Right? Like, he he drew really well and stuff, but it wasn't really... He, it wasn't, like, his thing, you know? Like, he didn't... Oh, okay. It was just... He, he drew stuff, family members. Her grandma had some really cool stuff that he drew. Stuff like that. So this is what he drew her. This is... I'm guessing he referenced a coloring book to draw it, but okay. this is all free-handed by him mm-hmm. for Airy. Mm-hmm. But there's some things <laughs> that a very care- careful, discerning eye uh-huh. might determine that this is bootleg. Okay, okay. <coughs> uh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what's the what, what's the first thing that stands out to you? Um, well, I mean, th- that Aries, Aries' name is in there, for one. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, the colors are slightly off. Well, that's because Aries colored it, so okay. we can kind of give that oh, a pass. Oh, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. I can give that a pass. I was going to say. Oh, yeah. It's it's not... Okay. Uh, well, I mean, Don- Donald Duck is standing look- on Goofy's ass. I mean, that's happening. Yeah, well, let's take a closer look at, at Mickey, shall we? Let's... Okay, let's look at Mickey Mouse. Because Mickey is defi- definitely different. <laughs> Oh my god! I did not see that immediately! <laughs> Holy shit! We have to put a picture of that up on the website. Mickey Mouse is clapping his knees wildly and pointing up at Donald. Now, when I say that, he's clapping both knees with both hands and pointing at Donald with the other hand because he has three of them. That is amazing! Yeah, and um. And, and then, and then, uh. How is how is Donald responding to Mickey Mouse? Uh, he is pointing at him with... Oh, you're right. He's calling him Goofy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's so much going on here, Dan. That, that I saw, it seems that should all be obvious. Uh, wow. <laughs> I, that's fantastic. This is also... I think it looks like it's from a really old coloring book, too. Like the what he copied it from, because the style is old yeah. Disney. Um, however, I just love that. But he, the thing is, it's uh, not it just, just that he like he drew all the hands well. It's not like he just cob jobbed in a hand. Like yeah. he did a great job. This is also this is this was not Eric who did it. It was mm-hmm. uh, it's color red, color red by by Nate by Nate. Why does it say Nate? I'm, I must be a Nate is the one who actually colored it. Oh, okay. All right. That's fine. That's nice of Nate to sort of color that properly almost. <laughs> that is fantastic. Holy shit. I really love that. <laughs> That's like when like your passion for making something for somebody you love goes like so like that your passion is the thing that sells it because it's so wrong. But uh, passion is <laughs> talent. Like there's all this art talent there, but it's also like. That's so awesome. <laughs> that is fan-fucking-tastic. I think the world needs to see that if Ari permits us because it's really, really Yeah, she'll, she won't have a problem with that. Mm. And he's done some, you know, uh, he had, her uh, grandma had some great art of his on the wall. We have it, you know, boxed up after mm-hmm. she passed. Right. And, and you, you know, plan he's to definitely a good artist. It's just one of these, yeah, it's just one of the things he, he didn't know Disney, obviously. Right, right. Well, and I don't think you need to know Disney he, to know that anthropomorphic mice only have two hands. <laughs> and obviously he wasn't paying close attention. <laughs> I love it. That's fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, shit, that's great. You said it, Goofy. Uh, woo. Uh, my, all right. I'm just like, I feel like this is becoming the 
crazy drink experiment podcast because I have uh-huh. Sky Wild Strawberry Vodka, which I feel like is something you guys brought here, among other flavored crazy vodkas. Probably, uh, probably, knowing us. That mixed with some light, not heavy on the syrup, orange soda that I made. So it it uh-huh. tastes like like alcoholic cantaloupe, so not good. Ugh. It doesn't taste... Ugh. It doesn't... I'm going to... It doesn't taste as bad as that shit tasted with that vanilla vodka a couple weeks ago, okay. so I'll continue to drink it. <laughs> um, You've had worse, ooh, so... Much, much, much worse. Uh, so I'll get this out of the way because it's boring. I got rear-ended yesterday on my way to my first podcast interview of somebody else's ever, so that was fun. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Oh, how was, did that go? Uh, the, well, luckily it was just very quick, and it was like... The guy who hit me was actually the second person, so somebody hit him, and then he bumped into me, and I literally was, I was, I was having a baby fit by the side of the road, not because I was worried that I was injured, or that my car, which my car seems fine uh, so far, except for a loose bumper, I was more like, fuck, I need to go, go to this interview, <laughs> so I was pissed <laughs> off like a little baby. I was only like 10 minutes late, though. I ended up somehow being there almost on time, so that was, that was, uh, it worked out just fine, except for Very nice. my Very car nice. being how, how did the, how did the interview podcast thing it went <clears throat> went like that no it went really well uh it's cool. gonna be up in like three weeks ish and i talked about the vice presidency i told her that was one of the things she's like pick some nerdy stuff to like stuff that you dork out about and vice presidency is one of them but the problem is i know there's stories i'm a writer so when it comes to certain facts there's shit that's out my fucking head like i know that aaron burr was vp under jefferson but there are a couple vps who i really like whose presidents i don't i couldn't tell you at all but uh, she's already assured me. She's like, don't worry, we edit. I'm like, thank you. Because there are a couple times I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about, but I totally know the stories and why they're important. But once or twice, it's just like, uh, I duh, but uh. And we talked about Legos. So I brought, and we talked, like, I brought a list of my obsessions. I couldn't come up with them all. Because that's what her show's about, just like the things you dork out about. Uh-huh. And I came up with a list of uh, things that I obsessed with since I was like 12 picking like Disney and this and Pez and Legos and video production and stuff. And so I brought my my new Lego Pez dispenser, which she just took a picture of and put on her blog because uh, I made a new one with some slimmer. It's nicer. It works. It works way better than yeah. the other one. Um, but then it's like the fucking time, the big thing I talked to her about was archiving because I'm like, I, I'm obsessed with archiving mostly my own shit. <laughs> and I'm like, I know it's really <laughs> self-serving. She's like, it's okay, we're all kind of narcissists. I'm like, all right, good, I don't feel too alone. She's like, yeah, I don't throw out any notebooks or anything. I'm like, okay, good, that's good. Although apparently Maria Bamford, who is a friend of hers, does. She she was like, you should save those notebooks and you might be able to call something from it. And she's like, watch this. And she made her watch as she threw her notebook away in the garbage. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't want to keep any of her own notebooks. She's like, fuck it, once the material's burned, it's burned, so... Uh, might as well be actually burned or squished or whatever happens to paper. Maria Bamford, she's the one that does that the stand the stand up where she says something and then right at the very end says basically turns it ridiculous and then moves on. Right? She does voices. She's the one who's got the very high pitched voice, but then does like these really realistic voices of of uh, well, her mom. Not okay. that you know her mom. You know what I'm talking about. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Now? Look her up. As soon as you see her, you'll know who I'm talking about. She's kind of a genius and uh, super funny lady. But uh, yeah, so it was a good interview. It was a lot of fun. 
That is the Dork Forest podcast. It will be coming out in about three weeks with Jackie Cation. She's, and she's got, like, I mean, she's kind of a legend in terms of podcasting. She's been doing her show since 2005. There are not a lot of podcasts that are still around that started in 2005. No. Most of them have shit out. Hers, Jordan Jesse Go, started around 2006. Uh, Never Not Funny was 05 or 06. There's not a lot of How them. long has Joe Rogan been doing his? Hasn't his been around for Probably a while? Probably a very long time. Like, he was ahead of the game, too. So it was, like, uh, I think Kevin Pereira had one of the first ones. He's mixed it up since, but he had one of the first ones. And then there's another guy. Oh, fuck, what's his name? I don't remember his name. That was really super helpful information. <laughs> Either way. Well, some don't worry, were, Jason. We edit. <laughs> some people were podcasting before <laughs> the iPod existed. So, you know. Yeah. Like, they were doing, like, weekly shows, but n- nobody had a, you know, so. He started, he did his in 2009. 2009? Okay. That's still, like, it's early compared to a lot of people. Early compared to us. And his is more of a, sort of like a. Um, Howard Stern type thing because he also mm-hmm. does a Ustream, so it's not just oh yeah record and release. It's also it's basically a live show. It's also a truth cast like ours. We never walked on the moon. No, no. that's all I got. <laughs> that's how I respond to it too. <laughs> yep, that's about right. All I got. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, the thing we're gonna talk about today mm. we did. In 2006 yeah 2006 i didn't realize that until today it's like is this was uploaded eight years ago i'm like oh fuck um (laughs) it is called conan o'brien's romancity and uh do you want to tell him a little bit about it dan you're you're an integral part of this i am uh so back at that period of time when the conan o'brien was on nbc Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they did a thing where they had was it just shitty mascots pretty much right it was during, uh, it was like a, it might have it must have started that way and then that's yeah cuz i mean cuz it was just one of those random things mm-hmm. uh, where they would have different things going across the stage i think they were mascots mm-hmm. um and so one of them was a cam Hormanity. yeah that's right yep mm-hmm. and so and then conan made an offhand comment you know, that's www.hornymanatee.com. That's right. It did start off and as an offhand thing. NBC's policy was if you buy, if you say a website that doesn't already exist, mm-hmm. they have to buy it because they need control over that domain. Mm-hmm. So because of that, Conan's like, well, I, wouldn't, I don't want that to go to waste. <laughs> so they hosted a site on hornymanatee.com where they made it look like a manatee porn site. But then they would take submissions from TV show fans, artwork, video, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so we created this video for that. Sometimes he showed them on his his show. So, you know, there's a little bit of, well, maybe we'll end up being shown on Conan O'Brien's show kind of thing. Right. Um, Unfortunately, I think we got right at the tail end. I think think that's how that happened, yeah. Um, but it was it became very popular on the site. Just for sure, it, ne- it was never featured on the show. He kind of stopped featuring stuff mm-hmm. right about the time we did it. So this video is a video about you know Conan O'Brien and his his love of manatees, but the <laughs> loss of reciprocation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he has to hire a manahor <laughs> to fill in that 
hole in his heart. Why didn't I write? Why didn't in credits? Why were you not called the mana whore? Why did I not write that? That would have been a perfect I don't joke. Know. God I damn don't it, Dan! Can we go back? <laughs> no, I'm just credited as the man whore. Mm-hmm. Which is good. I just thought, like, if I'm going to give Dan like an official credit that I will end up on his IMDb, you know, man whore should be it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then on top of that, and I know Aries mentioned it before. Uh-huh. Um, she got costumer credit mm-hmm. for it. Because she helped build the the manatee costume. (laughs) So she ended up IMDb for costuming before your sister did. (laughs) That's hilarious. It's like a real slap (laughs) in the face. Here you go, Ren. Here you go, Ren. (laughs) Somebody who doesn't care and just made a a mask out of a pillow. (laughs) She's actually very proud of that mask. She should be. It came out good. Does it still? No, it doesn't still exist, right? Because I think I kept an eyeball, but I had to eventually chuck it. Unfortunately, yeah, I think so because yeah. we're just running out of space. Yeah, which is too bad. I mean, it's, it was a really big. That was, was really Sony in quality, you know. It was. Saying. I don't know why. But and the body part of the costume was amazing. <laughs> a blanket, a big blanket that luckily matched the the pillowcase that you wore. We actually still have that comforter. You do. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, long story short, is it's me as Conan about to commit suicide, and okay, I will say this because. Uh, I never for some okay so there's a bit here where we pan across all these different suicide things as well as a bucket of ice cream so it's all it's not just suicide it's depression is what we're panning across and then a really stupid joke of like uh, cars exhaust being pumped into his apartment somehow um, and yeah. so he's about to commit suicide we see why so he looks at a picture of himself and a manatee underwater we had a, an underwater camera so that picture of me underwater is legit so that actually happened yep um, but. There's one gag in it that I, for years, have been convinced didn't work, and I rewatched it. I'm like, no, that works perfectly fine. Like, I'm, I'm looking at the picture absentmindedly. I pick the gun up, put it in my mouth, and stop and lick the gun yeah. off because it's got ice cream. I dip the gun in, pardon me, in the ice cream instead of the spoon. And then I go on. I'm like, the joke works perfectly fine, and it's really funny. I'm like, Fuck. Yeah, because you go right into eating the ice cream with a spoon, so it's not yeah. like, oh, where'd the ice cream come from? It's like, no, he's obviously overthinking jason i oh, i didn't yeah. overthink that joke i did it fine and then i overthought my my own review i should have just written fag on my own video fag you should have this is gay faggy fag who shoots ice cream anyway <laughs> but yeah so that happens my man whore comes to the door 
played by Dan. There are some romantic looks exchanged. Actually, it's more anger. I'm just frustrated and angry. Yeah, so you're frustrated, deep. and I'm I'm just trying to do my fucking job. You have the only dialogue in the whole thing. Or no, I lie. I have one line, but you have two lines of dialogue in it. Yep. You have, it's me, and not yet. And I think those are your two lines. <laughs> yeah. But it's almost a silent film. Like, so, you know, there's a story. It's a visual medium. We, want, we wanted to make sure that, yeah, we wanted to make sure that it would work, you mm-hmm. know, in other countries, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So even you know, even the lines aren't necessary. Right, they exist, but the the timbre is set by the stage, not by the voice. Ex- thank you. We thank we you. do a lot of showing instead of telling. That's exactly right. Now, although I will point out, in French Canada, dance part is played by Muzzy, uh, the big <laughs> green thing that teaches you French. <laughs> I have this weird love of French Canadian cartoons, like just the ones that are only sounds, like only like guttural sounds, like oh, oh mm-hmm. like because they have to translate everywhere, and they're like, we don't have the budget to make more than one soundtrack on this, so let's make sure they're very expressive, like moans and groans, and they're weird. Yeah. They make me uncomfortable, but I can't stop watching them. <laughs> That's what this podcast should be. That's what this yeah. podcast is. It's uncomfortable. Pretty much. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Oh, God. We get kind of close to the mic a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, it's, it's coming in. Coming in kind of kind of hot here. So uh, let me uh, drink. I yeah. Had a good drink. Yeah. Well, that's good. Was it, a, was it a good drink? Yeah, it was good. This is Dan Gomler in, uh, for NPR. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I breathed uh, the microphone. So I mean, at, at least we're finally looking back on something that's like fully produced. Like everything we've we've talked about so far is either stuff we did when we were thirteen or stuff we did when we were early early twenties, where it's like point a camera at a thing, it looks better. There, it might be edited, but there's not wasn't a lot of attention to how we lit it or anything like that. Yeah, this is lit. Like uh-huh. I cinematographed this. I actually like. I had one gel that was a purple gel, and I was determined to use it. So yeah. the opening scene is super purple, <laughs> which is perfect because it, it's a good contrast to the orange, <laughs> the fucking crazy orange we sprayed in my hair. Yeah. Uh, was that? Did you already have that, or was that left over from fry? I don't remember. The no, that must that. have been left over from fry. That's a good point because that's about the same time. This is two thousand six. I was yeah, so I was still dating uh, my other girlfriend at the time. I don't want to say names unless people ask me to. Uh, so I was still dating her at the time. So I would have been had recently just been fried just a couple months ago, before this. Gotcha. And Ari must have. When did Ari move out here? Because this couldn't have been very. She far moved out in, in two thousand six. Yeah, and this was I think from what I saw on my phone there because I didn't change the date. It was December, early December. So. So, all right, so she'd probably been out here for a few months. Long enough for us to yeah, get along. because she would have moved out here when she hours. graduated from college mm-hmm. in 2006. Okay. I moved out in 2005 when 2005, I graduated college. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. So, well, we've determined the timeline. That's exciting for people. Uh, yeah, so it's mostly... <laughs> the show was all about determining timelines, goddammit. There, there are a couple <laughs> really good things that stand out about this for me. Number one is the lighting. Number two is, I actually think it is... It, it is uh, one of my better written things from the time because there are a couple things that I did at the time I'm proud of, but I do like this a lot. Uh, three, I think it, I already said as well lit, but three, I think uh, the set design is really great, and that's mostly you guys. Uh-huh. And it's mostly you guys just lighting a bunch of candles and setting them up right, but we we shot them so they looked really good. So yeah. 
The camera. Yeah, because the room that you're in is our room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I shoot this? Did I? I must have been just me, right? Because there's just us three shooting it. It was right? just us. Yeah. Do we shoot it in one night? Probably. Yep. Probably rushed it and shot it. Like that's my favorite thing to do, though. Like I like, like <laughs> seeing what we can accomplish in, in such a short period of time. And then eventually, long story short, they put it on the Horny Manatee website. They didn't put it on the show, but it was definitely on the website, and that got it like almost sixty thousand views, which is what it's still at right now. Like since two thousand six, it has gotten no additional views, but at the time, it got like fifty-five thousand views or something, which yeah. is cool. That was while not viral, it's still pretty big for the time. Yeah. Let's see. Um, I'm wondering if webarchive.org has With the Horny Manatee website. I might have it stored somewhere because I actually did a recreation of it at one point after Conan left NBC. So I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, well, that website. Because if you go to hornymanatee.com, it just obviously goes to NBC.com now, which is hilarious. Yeah. I've never checked to see how long they've got that registered for. They probably bought like, uh, oh, we bought it for a century. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so that was up there. And I think I might I might have an archive of it somewhere where you can see that we, what we put up there. Because it was mostly like GIF, animated GIFs. There was one other movie that somebody did that was like really bad stop motion, which is fine. Because, I mean, that was in the spirit of the whole thing. So they did some bad stop motion. And then we did the only full motion video there. And because it was technically distributed by NBC, that's how I got it on IMDb. So that's how I got you the yes. your credit as man whore. My credit is Conan O'Brien. So I share a credit with Jim Carrey and a couple other people for having played Conan O'Brien on something. Very nice. That's how it should be. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't think Web Archive has an archive from that period. That blows. I don't know if they were told to take it down or what, because... Uh, December is, Hold on. No, wait. Because it was... No, this might be from... Because it was December of 2006 is when... Mm-hmm. That happened, so yeah. that makes sense here. So when did it become a thing? I really want to go eat one of those Idaho spuds right now, by the way. I feel like I should tell everybody that that, that Dan Dan and Ari just sent us a package of wonderful things that includes, holy shit, some amazing candy. I really want to eat one right now. But I've eaten my two of five, so we have to split one, and i got to wait. <sighs> oh, you know what? Give me, uh, I'll be right back. Talk to the people at home. Uh, apparently he's gonna go do stuff, so that's a thing. Um, so, you know, just to keep you folks at home aware, I am currently browsing webarchive.org, and it does not look like it archived Horny Manatee. Oh, wait. Oh, I oh. typoed. The, what'd you type? Somehow I got an E in the Horny Manatee. Well, there's plenty of E's in there. Yeah, but not in the right place. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, one of the things you sent me, Dan, for those people at home, uh, you sent me Rusty Warren Band in Boston, which I've That's not right. listened to. I've never heard it. Uh, also, Ballads of the Green Berets. <laughs> I thought you would appreciate that one. This cover is fantastic, for one. Like, it's an awesome cover, and I will listen to this entire thing, uh, because I actually kind of like these weird, like, soldier march. I have another soldier one, but it's, uh... Sergeant Bilko themed. I don't think Phil Silvers appears on it anywhere, but I have it because he's on cover. You got me uh, some. I will tell you, I've been avoiding it because I'm afraid I'm going to like it. But you got me a Jose Jimenez album. <laughs> uh, <laughs> talks to teenagers of all ages. Now, everybody, just so you know, Bill Dana has since apologized for this character, but it was a very popular character at the time. So, 
you know, you have yes. to you have to review things in context, folks. Um, and then this, <laughs> then you got me an album by Roy Clark, and Roy Clark is fuck. I know who he is because I know I know his face immediately. See, hee haw. Am I am I misremembering who Roy Clark is? I am I'm not old enough to remember him instinctively, but I know here, let's look up Roy Clark. There we go. Wikipedia. Hee haw, yep. It was hee haw. Okay, so I'm not on drugs. Um still alive. He's still alive. Alright. Well so <laughs> well that's more exciting because if 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 I enjoy this album, it's uh let's see. I'm sure I will. So so it's all is it all music? It's all music, but I bet it's got a. I bet there's some a comedy twinge to it because he's, you know, he's a comedy guy. Yeah. It's not like Hee Haw was straight. You know, it wasn't like straight comedy. Um. Who the hell just messaged me? Did you just message me? I something? did. Oh, okay. I was wondering, like, who the fuck is messaging? I'm podcasting people. Um, but I'm excited to listen to this because the cover is fantastic. Where, so where did you get these for one? Oh, just various thrift stores throughout town. Because I've never seen this, ever. I've never seen anything hee-haw related, and you would think maybe at this point I would have. God, that's fantastic. Mm. There's oh, a lot more right. country-related stuff out here. So Dan just sent me the ar- web.archive.org link, and it does show the last thing in their fan submission, Horny Manatee, which is great, and it does actually... Actually, that link still works, because it's just to YouTube. Um, it or- actually opens up mm-hmm. the YouTube of the time page, if you click on that, because it's an archive. Oh, funny. So it's it's got like two thousand views. At That's that point. hilarious. It's That's twelve r- comments. Fag, fag, fag. Oh, and it still plays, which is great. Uh, if you try and play, what what does not play, unfortunately, which is one of the great things about the horny te- horny manatee website, is uh, the the fake webcam footage of a manatee. Which was the real appeal of this shit. I mean, that's the top link is live <laughs> webcam. There's so much, so stupid, so brilliant. Live manatee chat Thursday, January eighteenth, one thirty-five a.m. Right after Conan. Holy crap! <laughs> I should find out what writers were involved with that because that I, you know I haven't asked any of the writers I've interviewed about horny manatee. I feel like I should. Um, <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. Uh, yeah, so you guys can go check it out. It's we'll, we'll post a link on danaj.com. But it's also if you go to youtube.com/slash/jclam k-l-a-m-m, you'll find. Most of our videos, or Dan and Jay, obviously. That's where the Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour shit is. This, I think, is in, in the Dan and Jay, like, there's an all-inclusive playlist that's our sketches and our stuff from this period, our digi, yeah. our digi period. Is that what we call it, Dan? Mm. The, the digi period? Yeah, sure. I mean, that's what it would be from now on, I guess, because it's not like we're going to be graduating to film anytime soon. <laughs> that would be weird. So yeah. YouTube, there should be... I got nothing. I had a joke, and I, I fucking cut me off. Say something else, because it's not a joke. Okay. This alcohol is not conducive to joke making, or at least I'm, I'm sorry. Not like <laughs> sideways. Alcohol isn't conducive to making jokes because it is a joke. Whoa, lemonade, Annie. <laughs> Wait, it's lemonade, Lucy. Lemonade, Lucy. No, lemonade, Annie. All right, fine. But Lucy That's... Hayes, Rutherford B. Hayes' wife, is known as lemonade, Lucy because she's a teetotaler. So is mm. he. It would be really crap. Those freaking teetotalers. If she was a teetotaler and he wasn't. <laughs> just a raging alcoholic. Yeah. She's just like, oh, well, you know, I choose not to drink. And I wouldn't be with somebody who drinks, except my husband. Well, ma'am, your, your standards are a little a little skewed. Well, the thing is, is that my husband wouldn't be with me if he didn't drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you also got me, among other books, 
this fat ass Milton Berle's private joke file. Which, yes. Holy shit. The first thing I wait. What? Where to go? The first thing I turned to was something <laughs> potentially very offensive, and I don't know. God damn it! I really wish I knew what it was. Miami. He's got a section of jokes on Miami. Like <laughs> just on Miami. <laughs> he's like, I've been there. Uh, I got some stereotypes I can pull out of there. Um, holy shit! Uh, Arabs. Oh, I'm not going to read those ones on the, po- the <laughs> that, pocket. You read that wrong. <laughs> Arabs. It's not. So yes, thank you. That's Arabs. that is. I am sure. <laughs> Backwards Sabara type of pizza. Not true. Uh, no, that's Sparrow. They're Arabs. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That is absolutely true. A teacher asked if you had five apples, and I asked for one. How many would you have left? A boy answered five. Nah. <laughs> so you won't give them. How do these work in con- There's no context for these jokes. These read like a joke book jokes. Some of them don't. Some of them you can see him working in a conversation. But like some, uh, some of these don't... I don't... I'm just, I'm blown away as to how anything ever happened with it. But he, I mean, how, how did he have a career? I mean, you're getting wrong. I love me some... Wait, roasts as a subject? Or are these roast jokes? Or is this... That's... that's Oh yeah. Okay. So there's a little mini essay beforehand, and then these are apparently all inclusive. Kind of. uh, That was a lovely introduction. You must write the words for tombstones. (laughs) If you were alive, you'd be a very sick man. These little barbs (laughs) thrown at our honoree really hit the spot. Now let's listen to the spot hit back. God. (laughs) I know Milton Berle was way funnier than this. He Maybe it's to... just all all in the actual presentation. You think? You think? Was he just up there whipping his cock out? His notoriously large schlong? And that's what distracted yeah. people from his bad You just jokes? stand at the microphone. <laughs> now let's hear the... Spot hit back. <laughs> Spot is my penis. <laughs> well, that was fun. Um, so yeah, Dan Airy got, got me a bunch of wonderful, uh, delightful things, including the scariest baby doll <laughs> snowflake thing on the fucking, pl- I have to, that one I'll have to hold up for the photo at the end because it's, does it sing or talk? I immediately forgot. I immediately It's singing. It sings terrifyingly. I, yeah. That part of it is like the silence on Doctor Who. I just immediately forgot it after I looked away. <laughs> Some part I just knew something was wrong. In the room. Mm. It's a drink. And That's she a lights drink. A, she um, lights up and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. Me not like. Uh-uh. Blue. It's creepy little toothy grin. <laughs> it's the devil. Uh, we, felt, he, we felt huh? that hiding it in the shoe shine box. Yeah, I mean, that was the worst part. I'm like, oh, look at this nice, cool, antique shoe shine box. And I, oh, fuck, Jen. Don't don't look. And I'm like, all right, look. And I and I and I'm like, I had this instinct. I'm like, let me feel. Yep, there's a box in it. It does something. I'm like, oh god. And I and then I just immediately it's like, was so scared. The wizard outside is frightful. And it's here. It I'll sings it. off tune go without the battery dying. <laughs> he's he's gonna go get this for you folks. Um, I think I think you'll enjoy it uh, thoroughly. Um, we basically got this for the world. The world had to know about it, had to see it, had to hear it, um, and that's that's why we had to had to buy it for Jason. 
Um, it was a, it was definitely a a must buy. It looks like he doesn't know where he put it. He keeps losing. Why do we give him shit if he can't keep track of it? It's like, oh, I have a present from Dan and Harry, but where did I put it? I don't fucking know. I, I lose know where she put it. She just I lose everything up. Dan and Harry give me. Boop, boop, Shit, boop. you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think maybe she set it on fire. That would be the one. I can find <laughs> everything else right now that you got us, but I cannot find that for the life of me. You're we watching um, while Ari had her, was laying on the couch with her jaw hurting. Mm-hmm. We were watching four Twilight Zone. Teeth. Four wisdom teeth out. Mm-hmm. Um... And so we saw the, uh, the the creepy murder doll episode of that. Oh, one. yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No like. <laughs> no like. That's so scary. Wait, was there a marathon, or are you watching them on Netflix mm. or something? On Netflix. Oh, that's right. I just Homemade finally... marathon. Huh? Homemade marathon. I just finished up the Venture Brothers, finally. Good. But I want more. <laughs> There's it, gets, it gets pretty crazy. It gets insane. Show. I had no idea, like, I really start to like uh, 21. Like, 21's yeah. evolution is fantastic. <laughs> it really is. And then in that last episode, we're going to say, super fucking runaway. Listen, when they swear, even though they're bleeping <laughs> it, it's so fantastic. Uh-huh. Oh, God, that show's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Now I know I have James Urbaniak on the podcast all the time. Yeah. Because I like to listen to Dr. Venture talk about things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, the, the episode when um, they call in the hit on the... on Phantom Limb calls in the hit on the family mm-hmm. to show that he can. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's watching... <laughs> he's getting ready to watch Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. <laughs> he's like, that's right. It's a, that's a movie better to be watched solo. That's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Oh my god, he's the saddest man. Like, that character <laughs> is the saddest. There's just, like, nothing ever right. But then, like, every time they flash back to his childhood, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Every time. His yeah. dad was the never pays attention. He's garbage. <laughs> but everybody thinks he's the greatest because he's handsome and strong and smart, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and then James kid. Jr. James huh? Venture Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> James Jonas. Oh, yeah, James Jonas Venture, I think. It's something like that. Something like that. Oh, Jonas Venture Jr., that's what it Jonas is. Venture, Jr. Jonas and Venture Jr. Jonas Venture Jr. And he's, he's like, he's actually really good at what he does. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Ah, oh, man, sorry. I could just talk about Venture Brothers all day. It's my favorite thing. Yeah, the, welcome to the Venture Brothers Podcast. That's got to exist, right? Maybe not. Adventure cast? Adventure cast. If anything, it would be the guys who created it doing it. Doc Hammer and Chris McCullough. Christopher McCullough. I, by the way, if you look at the two of them, you wouldn't guess which of them was the half. Because you can tell that like there's one dude who does all these voices and one dude who does all these voices. Then there's Dean. who That guy only does Dean. But I, I always would have figured it was the other one. But it's it's Doc Hammer who does, who's like the, who's the one who kind of looks like David Bowie. And uh-huh. has actually a natural shock of white through his hair. He doesn't bleach it or anything. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He looks all bad, but he's the one who's got like a slight speech impediment, which is why a lot of his characters obviously have like heavier speech impediments and stuff. He just doesn't look like. I assumed he was the guy with the deeper like that. Doc Ham- isn't Doc Hammer Do- Dr. Girlfriend? Uh, I think so. I think so. Because that's a, that's one of those voices <laughs> that when you first start watching the show, it's mm-hmm. just like I I I just can't. Mm-hmm. By the time you're done, you're like, that's a natural woman voice. Yeah, right. Absolutely right. I am a sexy, sensual woman, and everyone <laughs> will love me. <laughs> it's just... Because she's animated <laughs> so perfectly. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's so good. I love her, and she's and uh, you know another thing about that show too is like she's she's actually a real person, and she's way better of a of a bad guy than uh, than he is. Yeah, everyone in that show it, by by the end of what they've gotten so far has had their background and their story like established. They're three dimensional. Like they they all have these needs and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. there's very few characters on that show that are two dimensional. Yeah. Which is just what adds to the whole thing. Uh-huh. Like, even, like, Johnny Quest. You know, they have Johnny Quest in the show. Yeah. Who's suffering I from know. a mental breakdown the same, in a different way than Dr. Venture, but he went through the same kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can I... I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about this. I feel like I should just write it, write a note about this. I'm sorry, I just got an email. I'm going to write down 4313. 4313. <laughs> uh... So I may have to cut this out, but I just saw an email pop up and I had to open it. They just caught the people who broke into Fire Signs thing. Really? And they may have recovered most of it, if not all of it. Good. And, uh, and his description is, these guys really like Hitler. And I'm like, wait, are you saying they're really, they are really they are like Hitler? Like, no, <laughs> photos of the Fuhrer everywhere. I'm like, oh, no. So, and apparently this is a thing they do. They rip off other people. They found other celebrity collections. Uh, so who knows? So, uh... Yeah. So, so see, anyway. you you can steal from everyone else, but the moment you steal from Firesign, shit gets real. Apparently, apparently. <laughs> well, Taylor is a fucking badass, and like, oh man, I don't know how they traced it, but that's that's very good. All right, anyway, I bet so it was from that post. Probably, yeah. It's two forty four oh seven ish. So, uh, so hey, ladies and gentlemen, I might have just said something I'm not allowed to say on the podcast. So, if so that was a weird little gap. Actually, you know what, Dan? Do you want to do a little song uh, in there? That we can fill in. Um. <clears throat> oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And so it's an no old place to go. What's the worst now? I think you're just proving that you are the love child of Weird Al Yankovic and Victoria Jackson from SNL because you sounded <laughs> just like Victoria Jackson for a second. I almost started going, snarf, snarf, snarf. snarf. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, that is fantastic. <laughs> oh, you know what? Speaking of Taylor, even though that that might be a, a segue that doesn't make sense if nobody's in, if uh, we cut that out. Uh, I, I don't know if I ever showed you, but he like he's he's done a lot of like uh, remastering of old vinyl. Yeah. That he can't really sell, but he at some point would trade and stuff. But like he redid this awesome How to Speak Hip. Uh, this Peter Cook and Dudley Moore thing that is a collection of promos they did for a movie, but they're very funny promos. Interesting. Uh, but it was released as an album. Uh, this is an album by The Credibility Gap, which is the first thing I heard by them, and that's, it's Harry Shearer, uh, Michael McKeon, David L. Lander, who played Squiggy on Lenny and Squiggy, mm-hmm. and then one other guy, David Beebe, Richard Beebe, I'm sorry. I, actually, I don't know if he's even in this one. This is, this entire album is them at the Pasadena, at the Rose Bowl improvising fake news coverage of it making shit up and then intercut with fake quote-unquote live sketches like uh-huh. reports it's really awesome uh they don't talk about it as one of their favorites personally but i actually really liked it nice but anyway i've got a few albums he sent me and they're nice and they're good and they're fun and they're enjoyable listen to my podcast my other podcast kids we just did a credibility gap album the other day it was fun it was a lot of sweet fun. Mm-hmm. so what's new what else is new well i got hit we already went over that. Yeah. Ari got her tooths pulled out. Anything Anything yeah. else new? You've just been taking care of Ari, haven't you? Just pretty much taking care of Ari. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Um, 
You made a theme song for our podcast. I did. Did we were we talking about it on here? Is that what got me thinking? I think it was. It was like yeah, right when Ari was on our podcast, we were talking about how ours was That's the right. only one that didn't have a theme song. And I got thinking, I'm like, nah, I don't have any ideas. And I'm like, well, let me try something. And so I wrote it and recorded mm-hmm. it in like 20 minutes. <laughs> like, here you go, Dan. No, don't feel obligated. You don't. To use you it. don't have to use it, Dan. You well, know, I just I just put a lot of effort into it as well. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was as good as it sounded because rarely does anything I do ever seem good to me immediately or, or after. Or, like I said, it took me eight years to really warm up to this manatee video. <laughs> this thing. I did an okay job on this. <laughs> um, it's very purple. It's a very purple video, but it, it, it lends. it lends. Well, because you also have that purple kimono on. Yeah, right? That's true. Yeah, so that adds an extra level. But it's a sad color. It's a royal color, but it's also a it sad is. color. And it, it the orange stands out on it. That's exactly, that's exactly right. Dan gets it. I get Dan it, guys. It, people. I get it. Amber and purple are the two colors you tend to use to oppose one another, so it was, it was good stuff. Yeah, we should have, um, we really should have gotten Conan on this episode. Discuss. Oh, yeah, shit, hold on, let me, let's see. Yeah, here we go. You have a phone, Sky. Phone, 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 phone. Uh, let's see what's his number. Uh, hold on. Phone, 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 phone. Let me give him a call. Hold on, he's. Oh, hey, Conan. I'm so sorry we missed you. This is Dan and Jay of the Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour podcast. And I just wanted to, um, real quick, just uh, was hoping you could maybe do the show real quick if you got a minute. Give me a call. My uh, he calls back at 208 557 3524. Or phone, 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 phone. Phone, 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 phone. You can try that number as well. All right, thanks, yeah. man. Thanks. Boop. You're supposed to do that, right, after you leave a message? <laughs> yeah, that's how it knows say, it's, say, you're done leaving a message. Say, boop. Leave a message until you are done. I mean, my phone has, my cell phone has a built-in switchboard. I mean, you can't see it. There's a cord going to <laughs> it, but I have a giant, like, with one quarter inch plugs and everything. You have that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, In fact, everybody's yeah. Everybody's got that. Everyone has that, yeah. Okay, I, mean, I just don't, I don't want... What happens is a cell phone calls a dude, a dude calls and says, and then, you know, he says, hey, this is Jason's phone. Operator. <laughs> yeah, operator, can you get me coming, Ryan? Sure, hold one moment, please. And then sends it over to the other end of the switchboard, uh-huh. and then they plug in the plug for your cell phone. It's so complicated. It's so complicated. And, and just so you guys know, like, they have to fresh, they have to do those uh, error messages fresh every time. That's the worst. Yeah. Switch. Especially, like, like that stuff. I, I feel bad for the people like when like there's a tussle or something because mm-hmm. they have to do it right and it falls on the floor and, and so he's just standing there for like six seven hours with a corpse at the other end just saying uh, you know your call cannot be completed as dial please hang up and try your call again thank you that's why they make the good money do, 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 do. <laughs> your call cannot be completed as dial please hang up and try your call again do 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 and, like, you know, your nose gets kind of stuffy when you hold exactly it, though. Exactly <laughs> right. People don't think about that. It's yeah, the worst. Yeah, because people hear that, hear, you know, phone sounds, and mm-hmm. it's, like, tinny and kind of nasally, <laughs> and they think, oh, you know, it's just the quality of a phone call. But actually, you know all phone calls mm-hmm. at the switchboard level are pristine, crystal clear. Mm-hmm. So they have to hold their nose. Mm-hmm. Really? Otherwise, people would realize that the other ends 
aren't as high quality. And sometimes they talk through kazoos, which I just realized because you just got us kazoos. I'm not going to go try and find my kazoo because Jen has hidden everything. <laughs> but I was talking through it, and I'm like, oh, this sounds like I'm on an Edison cylinder. Like, it's fantastic. So it's yes. an effect that I'm going to have to use at some point. But it's clearly what they're using on phone calls. Yeah, obviously. Unless it's VOIP or VoIP. Does anybody call it VoIP? Does anybody call Everyone it? calls it VoIP. Why? It's gross, right? <laughs> It's this very soft consonant head, head, followed or, by a very hard one. Voip. 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 Uh, don't like it. It's gross. It's written capital V, lowercase o, capital I, capital P. Really? Yeah. Wait, cap, capital V? Because lowercase voice o. o vo, wait, vo, why is that? I don't know. Why is O under... That's how it's written. You're right, it is, huh? Now that I think about it, that's the only way I've seen it written. Uh, it needs to be changed. Dan, can you work on this? <laughs> I think that's already a standard. It's too late. Backwards. You, you could you could call it SIP if you want. Nope. Because nope. that's that's the underlying technology that drives VoIP. No, might as well VoIP call it, over SIP. Might as well call it treat. Call it treat. Here you go. Treat. treat. Oh, you guys, you guys talking over treat today? Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Treat. Do you want a sip of treat? Oh God! <laughs> really, it's you know the right voice to do to gross me out though. Like that's another thing. <laughs> People have specific words that kill them, but like if you know the right voice to do it, and it's even better. Yeah. Uh, oh, so uh, oh, you know what? A couple good things did happen at least online. Uh, Natalie from a drinking game was kind enough to. I think she's done it before, but this like sometimes you hit the right, like uh, the right wave of people. But she she shared the million McFly march and the number of attendees doubled. So that's nice. It, you know, it's only at 50 right now, but it's one of those things where we're fucking four months away. It's going to, it's going to like build up within the last week or two, like a Kickstarter campaign. Like you well, get we, all we, your money in the last week. We had the, the black widow flash mob here. You know, there was that, that day where everyone's supposed to dress up as black widow and no. demand the black widow movie. Really? We, yeah, we had two people. <laughs> our fr- two of our friends. Yeah, it's it's it's. <laughs> we would have had we would have had more, but Ari yeah. had her teeth out that day, oh, so no, she couldn't that go. Sucks. Oh, did you dress up? I was helping Ari. You should have asked permission to go dress up in tight leather. <laughs> I would have paid to see you dress as Black Widow. <laughs> Ari's Ari's friend Catherine is a is a nerd, and so she she dressed up. Well, you know how you make a Black Widow movie? I can get it made like this. Make the Black Widow a man. Boom. Done. Boom. That's done. How you get the movie made. <laughs> you know, it's like right, right at the beginning, it's like the fly. She Ooh. walks into a chamber. A dude walks in with her because he's <laughs> trying to rape her because that's what men do. And then out comes a man version of Black Widow in the other pot. Oh, no. Black Widow's a brundle man. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, yeah. So wait, so that wouldn't that also make Black Widow a dangerous rapist? I guess that's fine. Like you, you, you know what, guys? They they all are, Jason. That's true. If you're gonna go make an anti-feminist movie, you might as well go full bore. Go full bore. Just do it right. Exactly right. Oh, so there we go. I say we pitch this. We pitch. All right, guys. So listen, heads of Marvel, heads of Disney. Hope you guys are doing great today. I know I haven't sold a film to you guys yet, but here's the thing. Yeah, we're gonna. All right, here's the big deal. The fans want a Black Widow movie. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, yeah, whoa, 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 yourself. I have a solution. You got your Black Widow. Super sexy lady. Uh, played by an intelligent actress. Uh, you know, there's she's got a backstory that you can in- integrate. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, here's the thing. She's 
a man. Like, whoa, we talking transgender? What are we talking? They wouldn't. They wouldn't be that sensitive. They'd say tranny. Uh, let, let's be honest. They'd say tranny. Wait, are, no, we, no, are we no. talking about like a tranny movie, like that Sean Penn thing? <laughs> no, 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 no. A dude. Think Chris Evans. Think Chris Evans. Maybe it's Chris uh, Chris Evans. Can we do Chris? Maybe we can, I don't care. Chris Evans walks into yeah. the pod. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, Captain America walks into the pod <laughs> to rape Black Widow. Wait, where did he become a rapist? <laughs> he is he is a he is pure American, okay? Oh, okay. He's All a right. pure American man. Okay, I don't know. Remember, what I was thinking. the whole thing uh-huh. the whole thing about Captain America, yeah. right? Yeah. Is anything that's in you mm-hmm. intensifies. Okay. So, you know, he was this weasley little kid who sure. could never really get a woman. Oh. And so he's probably always thought to himself, I just, what if I could just take a woman? <laughs> now that urge is 50 times as powerful than it used to be. Don't ever write a comic book, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> but so he'd, so, you know, Black America would have all the powers. <laughs> Captain America. Oh my God! What and is... all the sensuality of Black Widow. So the slogan would be Black Power, and but he'd be a white guy. <laughs> so not only are we offending the feminists, but we're offending people who want black people to have rights. Those weirdos. So Black America, starring Chris Evans as the Scarlett Johansson character, Black Widow. <laughs> all right, guys. So on the uh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> this, is, this is our pitch. Oh, fucking shit! It <laughs> seems like that would sell in a second. Yeah, it would. Yep. It's like that new Superman versus Batman movie, man. Oh god, damn it! I. The only reason I think that looks dumb is it looks dumb. Like I have no other complaints other than that trailer looked really stupid. Well, I I think the big problem with it is simply that they're it, it's the same Superman as the other super. Recent mm-hmm. Supermans, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not the same Batman. Right. Well, and he's not the same Superman from the first reboot. He's Henry Cavill is reboot number two Superman. And then, yes, new Batman, first new Batman since Christian Bale. So, Right. And so it's just... Like, the, the comic itself uh-huh. existed... It was its own storyline. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a... You know, just a thought experiment. Like a what if... Yeah, yeah. So this movie totally could have been that. So by having it being that actor, yeah, that's a good point. Why don't they do it the way they do it with comics? Because it's it's fine. Because they're doing that fucking the one where the Joker has a grill and shit, and that can't be the same universe. It's not the same character, right? Exactly. Like you might as well. It's fine. Like if you're gonna do, I'm actually cool with that because then you're keeping in the spirit of comic books anyway. I'm not a comic book reader, but I like the freedom that gives the artists to just like. Yeah, fuck it. No, this. What if this happened? That'd be yeah. cool, right? And this a lot of times, canon. those are yeah, those are usually designed as like encompassed storylines too. Yep. The three Christian Bale movies, mm-hmm. The Dark Knight Rises, all that. Those sure. are based off of a graphic novel, yeah, and follows that storyline completely yep. independent of the other Batman movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else was it? Oh, Spider Man. Even mm-hmm. the the ones with Tobey Maguire were based more along the traditional comic book. The mm-hmm. ones with British Boy were based on Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So they're, it makes sense they're two different universes with two different types of physics. You know, he had the, uh, you know, he could actually sling web. Right. But then As opposed to having the, the, the machine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So it all, 
it makes sense. You, so and anyway, so that's 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 something that they they should just think about. DC can't get their shit right. No, with, no, with I, that stuff. I mean, Marvel they, has done such an amazing job uh-huh. at getting their shit together. Sure, they actually have a term that's the movie universe. Yep, the Marvel movie universe. Sure, MMU. Yep. So like, yeah, they they accept that the movies are going to offshoot from the comics a different way. Sure, but. All the movies that are in the Marvel movie universe mm-hmm. are going to be self-consistent. Sure, sure, sure. And, uh, you know, DC could make their thing like, hey, uh, we're not as concerned with canon. They could be the ones who are like, we're going to just do a different one each time. Like, we'll do a three-part. But, like, this, you're right. You make a good point. This should be a standalone. Although, I'll say Ben Affleck looks like one of, the, like, the 80s era, like, hardcore Batman. He's, like, the perfect yeah. look for it. There mm-hmm. is a thing in that trailer though where he's wearing a metal bat suit, and I'm just—that's what I was like. What? Um, didn't you maybe... have that toy? Everyone had that toy. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I do remember. <laughs> they a, had like thousands of different types of Batman fire toys. suit Batman. That never <laughs> happened. I'll guarantee you that's not in the comics. <laughs> it's like <laughs> suit made of gum wrappers, Batman. Nope, pretty sure <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> Crinkle. I can hear you, Batman. <laughs> Old hermit Batman. He's just got like long fingernails and little bat Kleenex boxes on his feet. Yeah, that's that's, that's that one's actually pretty realistic. The only the, I, I don't hmm, whatever. I don't. Ooh, this could easily become a. It, it couldn't become a comic nerd podcast. At least it's 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 going to find its ending because neither of us really read comics that much growing up. Yeah, except exactly. for the Radio Shack comic books. And you fuck with the Wonder World of Rubber. Guys, do not fuck with that. Do cannon. not fuck with that. The Wonder Book of Rubber? Yeah, Wonder Book of... Is it the Wonder World? I'm a real big fan <laughs> of this thing. <laughs> Wait, what's the comic book where Superman fights a Tandy? What? What's <laughs> What's that one? That, that you was have? that was just it was it was just Spider Superman and the Tandy. Because was it? Um, is that the one you still have? Do you still have that one? I still have all of those. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, like something about like aerospace too. It was a comic okay. book about spaceships and mm-hmm. one about transistors and how they're gonna revolutionize the world. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't need vacuum tubes anymore. <laughs> Crazy shit. <laughs> um, no, but the, the that one was a Superman one. Yeah. And he was fighting crime, and something they needed to like generate numbers or something really fast oh, and okay. so the tandy whiz kids <laughs> were on like a little earpiece talking to superman while he's fighting crime doing <laughs> things on the the it was either the trs-80 or the tandy 1000 i forget which uh-huh. i don't remember if it was a real microcomputer or the wannabe microcomputer i actually mm-hmm. want to say it's a trs-80 that they were using oh yeah i think you might be right yeah um and just <laughs> Doing this very basic mathematics to help Superman because he can't. Even being a superhero, his brain does not work as fast as a TRS-80 from Tandy. (laughs) You know, to be fair, I don't know that that's the worst Superman storyline. Because I've seen covers of different... uh, The one with the the little kid crying and he's taking off his... (laughs) You ever see that that one? one? Yeah, that one's fucking creepy. But there's also one with, like, Don Rickles as a guest star. I don't know if that's a Superman or not, but, like... Don Rickles a guest star, or like Dean Martin, or I I don't know Benjamin Netanyahu. Like there's like random <laughs> celebrities would be like they're, they're that's their thing. Like they did a comic book sweeps week and they put yes, a celebrity in a comic. So yeah, it's like it's not like the uh, like that person actually had to be there for it. Right. At least when it's you know Scooby Doo and the Harlem Globetrotters, it's actually the Harlem Globetrotters talking. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> that's true. I was uh. 
speaking of the TRS-80, I was talking to Taylor the other day, uh, and we were going over, because I brought up, they have this one album called Eater Be Eaten, which uh-huh. is very weird. If you listen to it, uh, it's about a game. It's about gaming. Uh, it turns out that that album was several iterations later. Like, it, it evolved from an actual game script. They were going to be one of the first, if not the first, CDI title. And uh-huh. that never became anything for them. And then it became a series of shitty games for Nintendo and everybody else that nobody liked. But <laughs> they were, like, they kind of did the pilot project for all the CDI games. Uh, and that eventually became... But they've got, like, two... One or two or three scripts that were written as intended to be turned into video games. And he's like, I've looked at all this stuff. Like, they could actually still make these into games. I'm like, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. And I've all, then I also told him, Dan and I are working on a video game, so I don't know what that means, but just saying, we're working on a video game. Which, by the yeah. way, kids, we are working on a video game. Slowly. Yeah. Slowly, Slowly but surely. But surely. Have you, have you done anything with it yet? Not yet. I have. I, <laughs> so I, busy. I still have some old assets sitting around, but not a lot. A couple things that you sent me as demos, like the sprites for us and for me. Yeah, and, and I have those. I found okay. those. You have those. Okay, so me with a giant alien head. I mean, we both have giant heads, but mine, because it's a bald head, uh, is it looks extra. Well, I have. I had two sizes, too. I had, I had one version of the sprite that was for, like, the giant world map mm-hmm. that was half the size of... The one that's when you're walking around towns and stuff. Okay. And so that one has like a giant head compared to, uh, okay. to the body. I was trying to see if I have... I mean, I know I have them. I don't remember where they were. I don't know if I have all that, but it looked awesome, and it's going to be good. Uh, we need a title. You know, people, if you're going to help... By the way, we need more suggestions as to where the fuck we're moving our goddamn head. Yeah, we still haven't done that. I don't like that we're just stuck there. I mean, I guess, did some of that blow over? I don't know. I should be paying more attention to where I think. I is. think at this point, everyone's just like, whatever. I still, you know what? I say we carry the mantle, Dan. You know, mm-hmm. we're pro gay. Uh, just, just so everybody knows, we're super cool. Yeah. With, we're with actually, gays. we're, we're, um, we're militant gay. We are militant gay straight men. So, so you're going to be gay. <laughs> we're not. Whatever we do to you that makes you gay, it makes you gay. It doesn't make us gay, but it's not because we're homophobes. It's because we're so we so want there to be more gay people. Yeah, we, it we just don't think seems... it's right for us to be gay. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. We just want people to realize their potential. Yeah. That, I, I choose not to be gay, thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. I could easily. I mean, I totally. I mean, I've seen dudes left and right whose knobs I could slob. But I don't because I don't choose to. It's important to me. It's not because I don't like gay people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank you, Dan. You appreciate it. Well, I, yeah. I feel like that's a weird place to end it. So probably <laughs> we should end it. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I'm gonna. My final words for this episode are Black Power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black America standing tall. Ooh, is that the is that the semi-title? Raping women, okay, one yeah. and all. All right, Dan. <laughs> I'm gonna have to cut you out of the pitch meeting. <laughs> I, I'm writing a song oh. to help pitch this. So wait, after each episode, one of us is gonna write a song, and yours is. It's gonna be like GI Joe. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, then that's fine. Black America standing tall, raping women one and all, keeping the Mexicans in Mexico. Um, Anything else? And America white as snow. Okay, that's good. That's there you solid. Go. There yeah. you go. Thank you, Dan. I will not be uh, recording that after this episode. <laughs> uh, I'll leave that to you to learn to play the guitar and then sing it. Um, okay. 
Oh, well, see, I had final words, and then you ruined them with saying that. So I feel yes. like I should have new final words. <laughs> I don't know what my final words are. Uh, the weather outside is frightful. As is that doll. Mm-hmm. Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is a Stolen Dress Entertainment production. It's hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom and is edited by Jason Klom and produced by Maury Povich. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, read our blogs, read our tweets, watch our videos, and read our books. Please subscribe on iTunes, rate us highly, and write us a shining review. You can like us on Facebook.com slash DJC Hour, follow us on Twitter at DJC Hour, and find everything in one place at DanandJay.com. Mm-hmm.